and welcome to the Healing for the Heart podcast. It's great to have you with us. We have not recorded some podcasts for a while because we've had some staff absence going on. However, we're all back, we're all fighting fit and hopefully we're back with you in terms of podcasts too. We thought that for these next few podcasts, what we would do is do them in-house only. And so you're going to hear from some of our staff. Today we've got uh, Donna and Vicky with us, who are both community development workers working with us in Healing for the Heart. And they're going to chat a little bit just now with me about their own mental health and what they do to support their mental health. We recognise that our staff all work in some really quite difficult situations sometimes and in, in fact for them to be the best that they possibly can be to give our clients and our service users the best they can possibly have then they need to be well and healthy too so we think it's really important for us to be able as a staff to look after our own mental health so we're going to chat with uh, Vicky and with Donna about their mental health and about how they do that so first of all it may be quite good for you just to introduce yourself give a wee bit of a flavour about what you do in Healing for the Heart and how that impacts your mental health first of all. So let's kind of start with where you are and what was going on there and then we'll talk about how you've improved your mental health. Do you want to start Donna? Okay all right thanks Shona it's nice to be here nice to be back at the the, the podcast. I think the last one I've done was quite a while ago but it's nice to be back. Um, I coordinate and lead the community development programme, run the groups across the, the week and um, compa- the, the groups consist of Compassionate Conversations, Teen Talk Tuesday and Made for More which is a self-development um, programme and partnership work with the addiction services as well so that's overall um, what my, my job role is here. Some of the groups have been um, particularly difficult for, for, for me, um, the, the suicide and alcohol and drug death bereavement group particularly, um, and it was quite difficult at the at the beginning to um, you know, sit in the groups, facilitate the groups and, and, and come um, you know, look after my own mental health in, in that instance. Um, I think um, coming back, you no know, having having Vicky there with me was uh, was a great support at the time because you know we debriefed after um, the, the 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 groups and came back to the office and were provided with clinical support with the counsellors or yourself or Jody, which is the clinical manager. Um, I, I think also like um, managing managing my my time and um, getting access to counselling within the the service actually really helped me. Um, as well yep. um, and having regular staff meetings having regular chats about what was going on in the group and um, really really helped take the the pressure off me that I was doing it all, all, my, all myself yeah. um, I'm really glad that I'm actually getting getting counselling within Healing for the Heart as well because you know there's some stuff that come up for me like precarious trauma stuff that come up for me and a, a bit of fear with regards to my own family and suicide and thinking about all the um, really, really heavy um, topics um, really impacted me a wee bit, but I was be- I was able to debrief that and I was able to chat about that and um, you know like look at my own triggers yeah. within all of that stuff and, yeah. and counselling, which was really helpful. Yeah, and, and the counselling thing would be one of the things that we offer just routinely for staff yeah. here. It's not like you have to be having a major yeah. crisis or yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. We offer counselling, and I know there are a number of other employers out there who would do the same thing yeah. because we we partner with them and we do the counselling for them and you touched a wee bit on the whole kind of time thing in there as Mm. well and we might come back to that because Mm. in actual fact it's not always just the content of the stuff that um that 
is emotionally draining but in actual fact trying to balance your time and get from one place to the other and all the rest of it yeah. and actually hold all of that stuff together mm -hmm. also is difficult yeah. so we might come back to that so if I forget prod me and we'll come back to that um, Vicky why don't you talk a wee bit about um, your journey here with us and how that's kind of impacted you so um, yeah it is, it's nice to be here um, my journey has been quite mind-blowing um, mm -hmm. and quite miraculous really you know going from a volunteer to an intern um, and, and now increasing my hours um, and not being an intern anymore uh, and, and being invested in, you know, really being invested in having some trust put in me. Um, I, I too benefit from the amazing counselling that we offer here and uh, the support and the supervision and um, Don has been showing me the ropes for a long time now and uh, we do we do debrief, we do support each other with friends out of work as well, which is, which is beautiful. Um, with the compassionate conversation groups, they are a Friday, which is a good thing. Uh, so I find that I can um, kind of chill out over the weekend, whether that be with uh, family um, or friends, a wee day out of Glasgow, whatever it is I'm doing. Um, but yeah, my, my journey here has been amazing. And I think what I like most about working for Healing for the Heart is seeing the people that we work with making a journey as well. Mm -hmm. um, I find that really uplifting. Uh, Donna mentioned vicarious trauma and you know that was, um, I had to learn uh, empathy I think can be a gift and a curse. So at first, especially with compassionate conversations, I really was um, taking people home in my heart. Mm -hmm. and in my head um, mm -hmm. and so I had to I had to speak to Donna about that stuff and, and kind of learn to boundary myself and have a, a good proper healthy wind down but like I say a Friday um, you know a, a Friday's a, a good thing for that and straight after uh, the compassionate conversation groups I take the wee creative writing group and that just feeds feeds my spirit um, that's how I started my journey here do you yeah. know uh, volunteering and doing that that creative writing group I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, yeah, I particularly love that group. I particularly love hearing other people's writing and, and writing myself. It helps me to process my thoughts and my emotions. Mm -hmm. So uh, the way it's set up, it's working It's working really, really well. Um, but watching the people that we work with making a journey alongside yeah. my journey, mm -hmm. uh, I think is probably the best thing. That's the best thing about working here. I think it's really interesting um, to listen to both of you as well talk because... You know, so we prov obviously provide community development work as a service to the, the local communities and as a service to folks within the local communities, mm -hmm. be that, um, you know, something, some interest group or whether it's about connecting and, and having people break with the whole loneliness and isolation thing or whatever. So we provide that as a service. But what I'm hearing you say is that there's also a journey for you mm -hmm. in the midst of that as well. Mm -hmm. And I think I think that's really, really powerful because I think that then encourages other folks that are using the services that are perhaps not quite as far on in their journey as you are, that that actually this is about a continuum that doesn't stop you know you so you continue with that journey mm -hmm. all the way through mm -hmm. um, and it's not like 
although you have skills and knowledge and and are, are experienced in terms of what you do it's not about setting up that power dynamic where you know it all and no yeah. and no and you have to impart your wisdom it's about how we walk on that journey together which i think yeah. is really interesting and mm-hmm. um, you talk you've talked a lot about the compassionate conversations and we're going to come back and do another podcast about compassionate conversations for folks just in case folks are wondering what that is but we want to talk this morning a bit about your own journey and how you look after your well-being now i know that both of you um have started doing wild swimming (laughs) so (laughs) i don't really understand the appeal of wild swimming that seems like very a very cold thing to be doing i'm not entirely certain i would be very interested in that however it is making a huge difference for you why don't you tell us a wee bit about that and how you got involved with it so I, I started in I started in March um, cold water swimming with uh, a lot of women. So it's a it's a female only group. Um, it's been massive for me um, and my mental health. Certainly at the beginning, I I'm really really self conscious about the the weight that I've gained and uh, through lockdown and in my recovery as well. And I was petrified to get into a swimming costume in front of anyone. Uh, so that was that was a big thing for me, feeling comfortable mm-hmm. in my swimming costume because it's women only. Uh, in terms of mental health specifically, it's completely changed my sleeping pattern. So it's mm-hmm. a sleep booster. Definitely it's a sleep booster. Um, we're only, I've only been doing 10 minutes, but I started at the beginning of March, so it was literally freezing. Um, it's boosted my immune system as well. So one of my big uh, struggles in my life is around my health. So I've got um, COPD and I've got diabetes as well. And I, I was catching every single bug that was going through the winter. I had a really, really bad winter with chest infections, influenza, all sorts of stuff. And I have never caught a thing. Mm-hmm. I've never caught a single bug since I started doing this um, cold water swimming stuff. But afterwards, we come out and we light a bonfire and it's literally sister time. So it's more of that connection that you were speaking about. It's more women meeting women, swapping numbers, doing other things together, friendships forming. Um, and of course, a lot of these women work in other services. So that's really fascinating as well. That's um, like an extra support. Other people that work in services. Yeah. A wee bit of networking, a wee bit of connecting, um, you know, it's, am- it's amazing. So, yeah, sleep pattern, immune booster, meeting other women um, mm-hmm. and getting comfortable in my skin. It's been fabulous. fast. It's been fabulous for me, really, really good. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. A real, clearly a real advert for mm-hmm. cold water swimming. Mm-hmm. Whereabouts do you go? We go to Luss on a Wednesday night. So Recovery <clears throat> Rhythms are involved as well and Blue Veil as well. So Blue Veil run a, a wee minibus. Um, and Donna and I have had the pleasure of seeing people that we've met in our work, in our group work, through Healing for the Heart, actually, at Lus, doing the cold water dipping. Amazing. Um, people spreading their wings out, you know, and mm-hmm. trying other stuff. Uh, it's it's just it's just been amazing. It really, it's really fabulous. has. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Wednesday well, night, seven o'clock, Lost Car Park. <laughs> See you, you there. Can join, you can join Vicky. <laughs> it's amazing. What about you, Donna? Did you come after Vicky? Or were you yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah. Uh, watching Vicky, actually, and watching, you know, I've, I've on a lot of groups because of community development and social media and stuff like that. And um, I've watched a lot of the women come together, and I thought, I'm going to try that. 
prior to prior to that, I always go at the weekend every Saturday. Saturdays are for adventures for me, like mm-hmm. connecting with nature. Um, is is how I've looked after my, my mental health as well. Not just look with counselling and clinical stuff. It's getting out in nature, travelling to different places, um, and then I, I thought I'm going to try the the cold water swimming. I started with my first time was at Luss, um, and I've I've went out several places since then on my own to waterfalls to um to to beaches to um not just um the women i think for for me it was a bit different because i did counseling on a wednesday and i thought that no i think that i need to actually self-care and no being around lots and lots of people because in my job and in my life i'm always around lots and lots of people so i find after my counseling i need to do a bit of self-care and be on my own to process things um so that's how i was taking myself out and, and then we had just a few friends um at the weekend primarily um but i'm going to go back and and join the the ladies this week and mm-hmm. connect with another few friends that are going to go and yeah. um and and try that and this is sounds like you know even when you're both talking in terms of looking after your own well-being your own mental health and emotional well-being it's not really just about one particular thing it's mm-hmm. actually about how you slot those things in so yeah. that's us kind of back to the time management thing isn't yeah. it that you were talking about earlier on and how you hold all of these things yeah. i mean i suppose some people would say rightly or wrongly that self-care is just about self-indulgence yeah. So how do, how well how do you answer that? What would you say? Self care is well. I used to think actually self care was about just like buying myself flowers every week. I buy myself flowers every week and I put them in in my bedroom and I really like it's a nice thing for me today. But it's but it's it's more than that. It's about um it is about time management. It is about no no spreading yourself too thinly, being careful about the things that you take on, um because I just don't know in my work out like other things in my recovery and help people through the the 12-step program and recover the recovery journeys so it's so it's no no leaving yourself too thin and no getting too much away and managing that stuff um and also you know physically and going to the gym and looking after myself spiritually as well uh, we we going to meetings it's it's a lot um and and it's a lot to to manage sometimes but that's why i need to like be stringent with with, yeah. with my time and my time management now yeah. i never used to be <laughs> and i, and I suppose really what you're talking about is how you how you boundary things yeah. isn't it so yeah. it's actually about looking at good boundaries yeah. how you boundary yourself from other people but actually there's something about internal boundaries yeah. as well mm-hmm. and boundarying for yourself and yeah. what what that looks like mm-hmm. And although, like your um, Vicky was saying as well, the, the the groups that you do actually feed your spirit, feed mm. your soul. Yeah. But actually, there's something about how you boundary things out so that you're very intentional about yeah. what it is that you're doing. Yeah, because stress is a, a is a major trigger for for me. I suffer with anxiety sometimes, and um, and tension and anxiety and and, and stress is a, a is a big trigger for that as well. I think the cold water swimming is has really helped me with. Um, you know, it's reduced my anxiety. It's helped my sleep pattern, um, and it's reduced my my my, my mitigating stress levels as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, 
and I really need to be careful with with the stress, and that's why time management and boundaries is important for me. Yep, mm. and of course, I suppose there's science behind the cold water swimming as well mm. in terms of it releasing all of those good hormones yep. that actually start to make you feel good mm. um, and start to influence your sleep, your mm. immune system, and all the rest of it. So I think mm. you know, even what you're talking about there, it's not just about your mind and about helping your mind. It's actually about your body, and you're talking about your spirit as well. Yep. That kind of whole holistic thing for us, uh, and how we do that. Yep. So if the two of you were we're throwing one thing out into the folks who are listening or watching the podcast here that you would say to them in terms of improving their mental health. We usually ask the question, you know, if there's one thing that we could change that would impact things hugely for people, and it's usually kind of a big societal question, but if you were just giving somebody one piece of advice in terms of improving their mental health, taking the next step, what, what would that be? What would you say to them? For me, at the moment, um, it's small incremental changes that mm -hmm. I can maintain. Yeah. So it's not setting myself up for a fail. Mm -hmm. And my examples of that are, I decided to go vegan. I couldn't quite cut it. Um, it was too much, you know, it was too much. Um, but instead of just ripping that up and, and going back, um, I went pescatarian. So I'm currently pescatarian, <laughs> uh, salmon twice a week and vegetarian the rest of the time. Uh, and and that was one of the first times in my life where I hadn't just done that or I failed just fall back into into the old ways. Um, I thought no right I need a wee half measure here. I've done the same with um, smoking, so I tried to stop smoking for four days. Felt like I was absolutely going to do damage uh, in my life, and um, and I'm on a vape, so I've not had a cigarette since January. So again, it wasn't just a case of, uh, right, you know, I can't do this, um, because I don't believe in that. So I'm learning, I'm yeah. learning for myself that I can make small incremental changes that I can then maintain mm -hmm. and feel good about myself. Yep. So Rome was not built in a day uh, for me, and um, this, this is all quite new to me, and it's really, really working for me, do you know, mm -hmm. I'm getting that small sense of achievement but I've still got a goal to reach um, and so that's what I would say to people you know don't set yourself up for a mm -hmm, fail yeah. do you know work yeah. towards something um, yeah. and, and, and just do it at your pace uh, in ways that you can maintain yeah and, and that sounds like also um, being able to be kind to yourself and mm -hmm. let yourself off the hook mm -hmm. You know, so if you if you fail or if you if you're if you don't do so well one day, it's actually okay. Mm -hmm. That's the whole adage, isn't it? About you know, if you drop your phone and it cracks, you don't jump all over it to mm -hmm. smash it. You lift it up and you look after it mm -hmm. so it doesn't get any worse. Whereas when we fail ourselves, very often we're jumping all over ourselves and making mm -hmm. it much worse rather than treating ourselves kindly and actually mm -hmm. helping ourselves to move forward. So mm -hmm. small incremental steps from you. I'm clearly an advocate for wild swimming <laughs> again. Definitely, definitely. So that means if it's small incremental steps, I could come and just like put my foot in the water the first We'd week. We'd love you to come, <laughs> So I don't actually... Just add, Donna's got a rather nice wetsuit. Donna's went all out and bought herself a wetsuit. Um, I'm going to try and get a bit of weight off before I buy a wetsuit. <laughs> but we'd, we'd love you to come, Donna. Excellent. Just one foot in the water, maybe, then. <laughs> what about you, Donna? What would you say to folks? I don't know. I think Vicky's right. It's about your expectations, isn't it? What is it you want to, what is it you want to achieve? And um, I think it would be get connected. Because I think when you get connected, you, people start to inspiring. People yeah. start to yeah. believe in you when yeah. you when you don't believe in in yourself sometimes, and that can be the the energy that that, that drives you and and holds you for a time until 
like you said, you know, mm-hmm. but until you can fly really and get your wings. Yeah. And we've we've seen that we've mm-hmm. seen that in the, the the groups that we do, and it's it's absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. So. Fabulous, brilliant. Okay, I think we will probably leave that this one here. We've probably um, given enough food for thought for folks for just now. If there's anything that you've heard today that has really stirred you that you're interested in, if you want to connect in with any of the community development groups that Donna or Vicky are running, we run some in person across the city of Glasgow. Uh, we also run some that are online and we run some that are hybrid. And so we, sh- we should have something that everybody can dip into. But if you're interested, if you go onto our website, which is www www.healingfortheheart.co.uk you'll be able to find a contact form on there drop us a wee uh, contact form submit that form it'll come through to Vicky or Donna and they'll get back to you and let you know what's around but meantime if you're in the last area at seven o'clock on Wednesday a Wednesday night. night you can always join Vicky <laughs> for cold water swimming it's been great to have you with us uh, again if you are interested in coming and having a conversation with us about how you improve your mental health or about anything to do with mental health then do get in touch with us and we'd be happy to make space for you on one of our future podcasts mm-hmm.